Welcome to Inside Out Quality Intermissions, where we give you a closer look at the people who make this podcast possible and short features of local professionals in the biotech industry. Welcome to Inside Out Quality Intermissions, and this time we are joined by Shannon Van Buskirk, Member Relations Specialist for South Dakota Bio. Welcome to Inside Out Quality, Shannon. Thanks, Aaron. Happy to be here. Now, I have a pile of questions, and a lot of them are random and fun, but then hopefully it lets listeners get to know who you are. First of all, why should listeners get to know Shannon? Well, I just started. So this is going on my fourth week with South Dakota Bio, and I believe that you should get to know me because I have actually been able to start to get to know the members of the association. And something that I got a lot of knowledge in, I guess, is pharmaceutical sales. And so I I think it's just something where I am looking so forward to this job because it's something that brings me back into that world. And it's so exciting to like learn more about the biotech. I didn't realize so much of this was going on in South Dakota. I mean, I was feeling like I have gotten this huge difference in knowing this community and realizing that there's a lot out there that I want to venture in and research and get to know. And we're a very fun community. You very much are. That's why there's a turkey on the table with us. Yeah, Aaron came in with it on his head earlier today. Beautiful. (laughs) Do you have any pets? I do. I have two Cavalier King Charles. One is seven and one is three. Very nice. Do they have do you have names? Gabby and Taylor. Ah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is Taylor was given to our youngest son, who's 16, because my older son kind of took a liking towards Gabby and they kind of were like bonded. And so then it kind of seemed like Simon, my 16-year-old, didn't have a dog. So my husband had this grandiose idea that he thought we should get a second one. And we had had an exchange student from Australia named Taylor that he loved. So it was kind of like naming a dog after the girl that lived with us. So I thought that was very sweet. It is. Are there any foods that you refuse to eat? Green peppers. Really? Yeah, I hate them. What is your favorite restaurant in Sioux Falls? Qdoba. <laughs> if I'm going to go, but then if I want to go really fancy and be somewhere where I want to mm-hmm. treat myself, then I guess I would probably say Parker's. Okay. I've had a good experience there. Both very good places. Yeah. I enjoy them. In your previous role, you worked in pharmaceutical sales? Yes, I worked for Pfizer. How did that? experience prepare you for your job now? Well, like I said a little bit earlier, I was pretty much, um, it's somewhat the same and somewhat not. I mean, pharmaceuticals can be very similar to biotech, the biotech industry, but then there's also the case where you can get those skeptics out there that don't think the world of pharmaceuticals in the biotech world. But what I've really kind of just like reading this morning about stem cell research and how they've done so much with that. And it's just fun to be able to be here living, knowing that this is actually taking place where people are getting like things. I mean, they're basically, people are saving their stem cell. Uh, anyway, it's just, that's fascinating to me. And even mm-hmm. like what Aaron does for a living, like what you do, that's fascinating. It was just different things that you never realized could happen with the human body and what you can actually do to make it you know, cure cancer, cure diabetes, cure, you know, so then that is kind of like when it comes to pharmaceuticals with actual medicines, then it's, you know, could be similar. I was actually thinking you might go down the route of like working with people, communications. (laughs) 
all, <laughs> all that kind of stuff you did. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, that truly is too. That's the very much I was in the sales industry and I got to know a lot of doctors and nurses and I got to wine and dine them, which was awesome with Pfizer because I've been with, I was with them for so long that yes, it was really fun just because I had great relationships and I've made some really wonderful friends out of the deal. And I'm hoping that that same thing will happen here with the biotech industry because it's, I don't know, I think it's very fun to just hear. I know, well, let's just say when you know you really are listening and you're really engaged, that means that you love what you do. Like you really actually are interested in the person. Mm -hmm. Like if you start to like, I don't know if if you're ever like this, but the case where you start like listening, but then you're drifting off and thinking about other things, that means that you're not fully there. And I think everything I've done so far, and this is on my fourth week, I'm fully like just, it's excitement. I come home and I Mm -hmm. chat with my husband and my son and I tell them all all the things and how exciting this job is and that job company, I should say. That's fun. And Mm -hmm. the same thing happened with Pfizer when I first started. I just eventually had the golden handcuffs and I (laughs) couldn't leave. But I, I feel the same way with the podcast. People I get to meet, I love I love meeting folks and hearing what they have to say. And Yeah, it's exciting. And then we get to blend science with it. Right. Do you play any instruments? I play the piano. Mm. I've played all my life. I've played since I was little. I even got a minor in it in college. You did? Is there a song, you like your go-to song to play? Or is there like genre? Or? Canon and D. Okay. I think... And my kids would say that all the time. It's just one of those ones that you know you're really, really good at. So you can always sit down at the piano and just go really fast and do it perfectly. So that's my kind of go-to. Except for Christmas. I'm very excited about Christmas because we always do Christmas music. And so I play the piano. My son plays the drums. And my other son plays the guitar. And yeah. So That's cute. Yeah. Thank you. If you could be born in any other era of time, what would you choose? The 20s. I'm huge into fashion. Love it. Just love it. 1920s? The 1920s. Now, mostly because I just loved when the the ladies got to wear those hats and the- Like a turkey hat. Well, not like the turkey hat. Oh. But I don't know. What are those? Oh, I know. I can't even remember the dresses that they call it. But they're just like, it's just the way that they dressed was Mm -hmm. really impressive to me. And then the guys always wore their top hats and their suits and everybody just looked so elegant. So I do like- I mean, the world wasn't the greatest in the 20s, but I because mean, there's some bad things that happen, but I think mm-hmm. there's bad things that happen in every era. 1920s would be way cool, minus the whole depression thing. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. <laughs> Not to bring Debbie Downer, but. Have there been any surprises for you since you started in this role? Well, you are very surprising to come in because <laughs> I don't expect something I've always thought when I was in pharmaceuticals is that scientists were very boring, Mm. very hard to get to know, hard to really talk to because they're smarter than they. That's like a myth. I think, well, meeting you is a very much a myth, (laughs) but I think of like people that even in the medical world, like you would mention dog, you'd talk with doctors and some would be like so outgoing and so fun and you'd have dinner with them and they just, Mm -hmm. you would know they're the bedside manner kind of doctor. Then there's the other ones out there that really can't engage and can't talk and can't, I mean, very, very smart, but they would be more of like a pathologist or. So you're, you're seeing scientists seeing a little bit more out of maybe the uh, perception in society. Right. I've met with lots of them and I'm very intrigued and just like they, 
I mean, they're very passionate about what they do. So when you ask them what they do, that's very fun. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to just be able to like some, somewhat understand because of my world in pharmaceuticals. I mean, we had to test. I mean, we had to be in training for a month and had to truly know our drugs. And if you got a C in your test, you got let go. So it was very tough. So you actually, because, you know, when you talk to an actual medical physician or a scientist or anything and you're talking and they start to say something like the half-life or the, you know, what mm-hmm. was the, you know, the placebo-controlled trial over the, you know, like the, all those things, you had to know it because if you didn't, you weren't trusted and you weren't knowledgeable. And so anyway. If you could pick a soundtrack for today, what would it be? A soundtrack. Did you ever watch High Fidelity with John Cusack? No. Okay, I love that soundtrack. If you ever want to listen to something, you have to listen to High Fidelity. Okay. John Cusack. I'll look it up. Look it up, and that will be my, my soundtrack. Because it's like kind of like he works in the record store, and they're all into vinyl. I love vinyl. and mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be like, I'll see if I can find that for my ride home. Okay. Let's see. If you could commit one crime and get away with it, what would you choose and why? That's a hard one. One crime. God, that's a hard, I don't know if I would ever want to commit a crime and like have to live with that forever. Even if I got away with it, I'd still feel Mm, bad. We need to hang around more scientists. We'll help (laughs) you. Like think of the possibilities. You could like sneak aboard the flight to the space. That would be a crime to like do that. I guess that's true. You could like, hijack an official office somewhere in the world. You could take over France for a day. <laughs> that would be illegal, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure that would be somewhat wrong. That you would could, be. You could trespass. You can go to Area 51. <laughs> Look at you. Look at all oh, these things. You. That's what we do when we're not like doing research stuff. You think of all the ways you could get in trouble. Explore the world. That's true. Scientists are about exploration and understanding. Yeah. I mean, I would love to go somewhere and not have to pay for it. And they could just. No, that's a good use. You know, I want to go to Iceland really bad, but I will go there eventually. I have a quarter Icelandic in me. Ah. Yeah. So winters are good for you? Yeah, that's a problem. It never mm. gets really warm over there. It's the other three-fourths? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you play any sports? No, I was in lots of sports when I was growing up, but I don't. I took a try at tennis and did that for a while, but don't really enjoy it. I play soccer with my son because that's his sport. So, Soccer's fun. Yeah. Tennis can be fun too. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad I can do it. I used to think I couldn't because of hand-eye coordination. I do love to bowl. I love bowling. I think that's super fun. My husband does not like to bowl. So it's like never, we can never do a family outing. <laughs> Poor bowling. Kind of nobody gives it a shot. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Oh, that question has been, I've always wanted to be a bird. Mm, like a turkey? Nope, not a turkey. Cause tur- you know, I shouldn't even say turkeys do fly. I never thought they flew. Mm. They had all those feathers, and I always see them walking around. But we have turkey. We have a whole group of them outside my, in my yard. And I send my dogs out to chase them. And one flew so high up into this tree, and it sat up there for the longest time, thinking, how do I get down? But he flew up there. And that was the first time I ever saw him fly mm. was when they were in my old house, and they were out kind of going around. But... But I love the fact that you could fly. I love that because birds can go anywhere and they can just see everything from high above. That's why I love that. Big free bird. Mm-hmm. So Shannon, what benefits does South Dakota Biotech have for companies? 
I think it's all about like what South Dakota Biotech offers the mm. companies. Okay. I mean, that's the coolest thing. I didn't realize it coming in. I was like, South Dakota Biotech. Mm. But every time I listen to Joni, my wonderful boss, and her way of how she explains it, and then I've actually kind of taken some thoughts with me when I go and talk about it with other companies, is that, that just the fact that they can give so many benefits to the fact that like Fisher Scientific and then just silly things like going to Office Max or going to, you know, like there's all these ways that like smaller biotech industries can get things from the association. Because sometimes when people say, oh, really? I don't know if I want to spend that kind of money on a membership with like, what really do you offer us? What, what's the value in your association? And that's the fun part about giving that to the companies that just sit there and look at you like, oh, I didn't know that. So it's fun to be able to give them that information because mm -hmm. maybe they didn't think of it at the time. And then we have so many other really interesting people that are members that you would never even think like biotech, like a patent lawyer is on our board and which everybody that starts a company needs a patent. Otherwise, somebody will steal that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just all the little things that I never realized could come about. So South Dakota Biotech is a great association. Last question. Okay. If you could pick anyone out there, dead or alive, to be on this podcast and interview them, who would you pick? You know, I've always said this because I love music so much that I would actually love to talk with Louis Armstrong because I think his music is so cool. And I would love to just, you know, I've read bios on him. I've read different things. And I just think that that his jazz music is so enlightening and just the, his piano playing and his, just to see kind of how it all became and how, he, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of a new and get to know him. That'd be fun. Yeah. So many interesting people out there. There are. Do you ever read autobiographies, autobiographies of people? Do you like that or not? There's one that I've read. Okay. And that is Ulysses S. Grant's. Oh. But the thing was like way over a thousand pages and I tapped out at around 900. Let's see. Have you read Dune? No. Oh, because that's where I am at with Dune. My son just loves, like read that and he wants to watch the movie and I do not because it's so boring. Mm. But it just came out again the second time, which I don't think it was good the first time. Some movie critic might be another role. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh, my pleasure. You didn't put the turkey hat on though, so it didn't. I couldn't because of the headset. That's true. That like messed it up. That's true. Otherwise, I totally would have. Okay. Well, hopefully I answered the questions. You did. I got it on recording. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you. And stay tuned for the next episode of Inside Out Quality. We hope you enjoyed this episode. This was brought to you thanks to South Dakota Biotech Association. If you have a story you'd like us to explore and share, let us know by visiting www.sdbio.org. Also, if you live in the Sioux Falls area, check out Quibit, a local quality assurance professionals network. You can find out more about Quibit by clicking on the link on our website too. Thanks for listening.